welcome, bitches and fellas. So, official bitches and fellas. Jeez, if I can just get that right, that'd be great. Um, recap to Two Fingers episode. Um, you guys, I... Okay, first of all, shout out to my subscribers that agreed with me on the whole I ain't going over there to do something for her or him if they're not doing anything back. Um, I second that. Like, who? No, not in my world. I mean, I mean, I guess it happens if he's like that sometimes, but um, not not in my sometimes never that would never happen um anywho Ava got hers I mean can we give her a round of applause please thank you um and then a lot of you were as shocked as me as like uh how are the lips a whole nother department like obviously um I am a girl and you would think that I would kind of know that so um, I don't. So definitely learned something with that. And I'm glad a lot of you learned that as well. Um, not that like I'm going to be with a girl anytime soon or anything, but, um, actually I've never been with a girl. Contrary to popular belief, there's a rumor that I had an affair with a girl once and, um, I still find that kind of a little bit funny. Um, anyways, we're not talking about that. So again, thanks for the feedback. Always love it. Always appreciated. Um, and, um, I enjoy reading them. Now, um, I had a whole episode for this week planned and it was recorded and everything but it was like a spur of the moment episode type thing. I had a girlfriend, a really, really close friend of mine, one of my besties, um, here for the weekend. And, um, we decided over wine, like, Hey, let's record right now. And like, I totally wasn't prepared and it can kind of like, you can tell during the episode. So I felt like if I wasn't like, sucked into it you guys wouldn't be so that's going to be like an extra episode if I can fix the sound so I'm going to work on it a little bit more I saved it it's still there it's not deleted but it's probably going to be an extra episode just because I'm not liking it um for a main episode I am going to start doing if I can find the time and when I could find the time I am going to start doing little um like mini episodes to, I don't, I feel like maybe I've already told you guys this. If I did, oh well, listen to it. Act like you never heard it before. Um, to just kind of like um, explain little tidbits, like go into detail about certain things that I say, because I know that there are a lot of things that you guys are like, what is she talking about? Um, that I get messages about that I really don't need to do a whole episode on. So like just a little bit like, clarification or to go into more detail about a certain thing that I don't like hit necessarily on the actual episode itself. So be on the lookout for that. Like I said, it's not gonna be like a weekly thing, but it'll be like a 20, 30 minute episode that I'm going to drop every now and then. Um, 
keep telling the world about me, guys. I'm still um, ranking up there. Like, um, I'm still getting new subscribers. And... Oh my god, there's my infamous yawn. You guys, some of you did a yawn count on one of my episodes, and I thought that was hilarious, so do it again. Like, fuck my life, guys. I'm a mom to triplets, and they're sick this week. So, like, good lord, they keep me up. And not only that, I decided to start this little side hustle. Um, So hit me up for all your custom needs. <laughs> um, And that's also keeping me up all night. Anyways, moving on. Longest intro in the fucking world. So, um, I am going to talk a little bit about self-love today. So, um, I am a new, I am newly in love with myself. And something happened this past week that made me realize how much I've grown and it actually made me reflect on like my journey to self-love. Um, it made me realize a lot of things. So I'm going to probably be everywhere and nowhere at all with all of this. But it's because there are so many different components to this for me that I feel like I want to share with you guys. Because I feel like so many of us struggle with it. And A, you can be like me and not even realize that you struggle with it. Or B you can struggle with it and not think that there's like really a way out. Um, so I was once told by one of my closest friends, one of my best friends, um, who actually like side note, she does not ever want to be mentioned on here. She doesn't want her name mentioned on here. She doesn't even like want to exist and she knows who she is, and I hate her for that, by the way. Um, so that friend um, once told me, like, randomly, as we're, like, chit-chatting in, like, normal conversation, that um, she, like, she was like, well, you're confident. And that, like, really threw me off. Like, because I've never felt like I was a confident person. Now, she told me this, like, years ago, like, five, six years ago. And I was like, wow, I've never felt like I was confident. I've never felt that I had self-esteem. I've never felt any of it. But for the fact that she, like, felt that about me made me feel like I was really good at hiding, like, the pro the problems that I had in that. Now, as you know, broken record time, I got married when I was 19 years old. I was with him since I was 16. So um, everything I knew about like self-love and self-esteem and everything was developed as I was in high school and then basically went off into my marriage. So there were a lot of things in my marriage that I lacked um, as a woman, as a human, as um, for confidence, for self-esteem. And I knew these things. Like, I recognized them. I knew that there were certain things that I never felt with my husband that I felt like I probably should have felt. And that were that was abnormal for me to not know these things or these things not be given to me by my spouse. 
especially um, the roles that we had, which were traditional, like, wife and husband roles. So I can tell you that I was very, very insecure around my husband. Um, I probably could count on one hand and not even need the whole hand. The times that um, he called me pretty or beautiful, um, I can probably count on one hand how many times I felt pretty around him. Um, and I can probably count on one hand how many times he made me feel confident. Now, these are things, because I am an extrovert, these are things that I actually brought up to him. These are things that I would tell him. And majority of the time, he would tell me verbatim, self-esteem is called self-esteem for a reason. It comes from yourself. And I would think like that totally makes sense. Like he's absolutely right. Like I should be like trying to fix myself rather than expecting him to like do these things in order for me to feel this confidence. Now, I lacked so much and it created a very, very self-conscious person, a very unstable emotional person. Um, and I never knew that. I, I knew the red flags in my marriage. I did. Like looking back, I knew them. I spoke on them. But in the end, I always told myself that it's okay. Like these were minor things and maybe even selfish things that I didn't need to dwell on, that I didn't need to argue about, that I didn't need to continue to bring up. Because if I looked at the bigger picture, I was happy with this man. I loved this man. And it didn't matter what he did and didn't give me, did and didn't give me. Because at the end of the day, he gave me enough to make me happy. But now that I look back, the happiness was so superficial. The happiness was um, developed because of suppressed emotions and feelings. Now, I could talk about that for days, but that's not what I'm talking about. When there were... Okay, so I spoke before about um, coming out of a relationship and finding a healthy... Um, what's the word? A healthy way to get through things, I guess. Like some people jump into relationships, relationships. God, if I can speak correctly today, that'd be great. Um, some people, you know, take up working out. Some people take unhealthy routes, like drinking, whatever. Like people take certain routes. Um, the route that I took and what really made me like step back and look at myself was I immediately wanted a male's attention. Now, I'm not that person. I'm not an attention seeker. I I can be the center of attention for sure. Like I can own that shit, but I'm not an attention seeker. Like I'm fine taking a back seat. I do have the personality that kind of just takes over naturally, but 
I'm not the girl that's like, let me, I need people to tell me I'm pretty. I need people to boost me up. I need people. I've never been that girl. But for some reason, after my separation, I knew that I just wanted male attention. And I mean that in the emotional and mental way. So what I did was basically started like serial dating. And I started to just basically want a guy to pay attention to me. So the the first time that I'm going to kind of take you down a little bit of road of guys that I dated because they actually played a role in my self love and it was never needed. It was, I mean, it was never seeked. It was never what I expected or intended to get from these people, but it just happened. So very first lesson, I guess, was, um, the very first guy that I started talking to on like a dating app, he asked me for a selfie, like a current selfie. And I remember like going to take the picture and realizing like, I don't know how to take a selfie. I didn't know lighting. I didn't know angles. I didn't know filters. Like, I mean, obvious filters, but like, I didn't know how girls did this. Like, how do you do this? How do you make yourself look thinner or prettier or look like you have a clearer skin or your nose is thinner? Like, I didn't know any of that. And I didn't know it because I never had the confidence. I never cared what I looked like ever. I never cared what I looked like because it didn't matter if I rolled out of bed and put a fucking muumu on or if I rolled out of bed and put a fucking cocktail dress on. The way that my husband was going to look at me was going to be the same way both ways. And I was, I was okay with that. Like in the, obviously when I knew it happened, I wasn't okay with that, but it never changed. It never fixed. It was never acknowledged. So I was okay with the fact that he never complimented me and he never cared what I looked like. Um, so I just lived my life like that. So the the very first time he asked me for a selfie, I realized like, man, I have such low confidence that I don't even know how to take a fucking selfie. Like I live in, I am dating in the era of selfie fucking heaven. Even guys know how to take selfies, but yet I had no idea how to take a selfie. I didn't. I, I literally probably took like 20 selfies and was like, yeah, none of these are good enough for me. Like, and was I trying to catfish the guy? No, but I also wasn't trying to take one where my double chin was showing and my nose looked like it was fucking from outer space and my eyes looked cross-eyed. Like, no, I just literally did not know how to take a selfie. And I know all of you are thinking like, it's so fucking easy. But when you don't have confidence, it's not easy because every picture is fucking ugly to you. So um, that was the first thing. The second thing was, a guy, the very first guy that I started dating after my separation or went on a date with rather, um, I, he asked me for a drink and I told him I would go. Now I already, you know, had the babies. Babies were already like months old. And, um, I was like, yeah, I'll meet you. So I knew I had a bunch of like errands to run that day. So in the morning I showered, I straightened my hair, which straightening my hair was already a plus because if you knew me 
pre-separation, I never fucking did my hair. Like, I didn't care what my hair looked like ever. So, um, I, me straightening my hair was like a part of a new me. And it was mainly because I lost all my curls when I had my girls. I mean, my kids, but, um, it, like, I, I straightened my hair. I, like, I straighten my hair now. So, um, I remember, like, I got, I got ready in the morning, like, straightened my hair, whatever, showered, threw on literally, like, jeans and a pink v-neck top, no jewelry whatsoever. I had mascara on and maybe some fucking chapstick and maybe some blush. Like, I didn't do anything to myself at all. Like, and I ran around all day with the kids and doing whatever. Like, I remember we had something to go to that day. And then at night, I went out with this guy. Now, I showed up to this date without coming home and getting ready. And I didn't even have a fucking makeup bag that I took with me to, like, fix myself. So I showed up to this date literally in flip-flop jeans, a plain-ass V-neck shirt that I probably got from Target, and nothing else done to myself. Nothing else. Same fucking hair and makeup from the morning. Looking like Britney Spears out there. And I didn't care. I didn't care what this man thought of me. I didn't care that I didn't look cute. I didn't care that I wasn't going to be the pick of the bar. I didn't care at all. And it wasn't because I didn't care what this man thought of me. It was because I didn't think that I had a standing chance anyways. I didn't think that I would shine brighter than anyone in the room anyways. So what did it matter? Like I wasn't going to go home and get ready so that this guy can think that I was like pretty when I knew that I wasn't pretty. So I remember I showed up and I was like, hi. And I told him, like, I made a comment, like, sorry, I look like a fucking mom, but let's go grab a drink. And he was like, no, you look fine. And I was like, thanks. So then we, you know, hang out the whole night. We had fun, whatever. And then the next day he sends me a message and, you know, says good morning or whatever. And he's like, I just wanted you to know, like, I know that you didn't have time to get ready, but like, I just wanted you to know that I thought you looked pretty. And I was like, oh, that's so super sweet. Like swoon, you know, whatever. Not a total swoon, but um, like a little baby swoon. So um, I was like, that's sweet, you know. So we went on a few more dates and the same thing. Like I still didn't care every single time. And he still kept fucking coming. Like and me and him never even hooked up. But like he still kept coming. Like he, I guess, liked me enough in my fucking mom jeans and didn't care. So the third or fourth date that we had went on, he was actually taking me to a restaurant and, um, it was like an actual planned date. And I remember like thinking like, I should probably get ready. Like I should show up to this, you know? So I did, I got ready. I curled my hair. I did my makeup. I did the jewelry. I wore well, I think I wore like a little summer dress and whatever. And I went and, um, he like, I get out of the car because we met somewhere and to drive down there and I get out of the car and he looks at me and he's like, wow. And bitches and fellas that wow. I don't even know how real it was at the time, but I had never gotten a reaction like that 
and it like melted me and I was like holy shit like this guy like literally thinks that like I clean up nicely you know like it was a super big like moment for me and it not only a moment in the moment but mentally it made me feel like I actually could do this that I actually was enough um that I actually could be attractive to somebody and he complimented me like the rest of the night um and anyways that that whatever ended and then there was another guy who would constantly compliment details of me so he would um like compliment my eyes or my eyelashes or my skin or my skin tone or like certain things that I would just be like isn't that normal like I don't like okay um and I at one point I remember telling him like you need to not compliment me like I was annoyed by it like I mean, yes, there is too much, but he wasn't too much. It was just the fact that I didn't feel the things that he was telling me were true. I didn't feel them. So because I didn't feel them, I felt like he was trying too hard and he wasn't overboard at all, but it annoyed me because I, in my mind, these things weren't true. I didn't have pretty eyes. I didn't have nice skin. I didn't have good eyelashes. Like, I'm not pretty. Like, stop telling me I'm pretty because I'm not. And I would find flaws. Like, if he'd tell me, like, your eyelashes are pretty, I'd be like, oh, I should go get them done. Or if he told me, like, your skin is nice, I'd be like, oh, you should see blah, blah, blah skin. Like, or if he'd tell me, like, you have pretty eyes. Like, I'd be like, I don't have pretty eyes. Like, they're just fucking brown. Um, Whatever it was he that he would compliment me on, I'd be like, that's not true like there's that's those aren't pretty about me like all these things don't make up a pretty person like you obviously have never seen a pretty person and I convinced myself of this like I convinced myself that I was not pretty and why did I convince myself of that because I was taught that because I was basically molded into thinking that I was not pretty Like, it didn't matter what I was. I wasn't pretty and I wasn't these pretty girls. I was in a little space of my own and they were in a fucking world of their own. And I couldn't ever make it to that world. No matter what I did for my husband, I could never be those girls. So, um, he developed in me a jealousy. Now, I'm not a hater at all. Like I'm I'm the first girl to be like, "Girl, your eyebrows are on point. You look good, blah blah blah." Whatever. But I was jealous of people deep down inside because if I knew that they were pretty, I would be like, "I just wish I was pretty so that my husband would think I was pretty, so that he will stop rejecting me, so that he'll stop making me feel like I'm not good enough." Um, and it would really tear me apart, um, a lot, but I knew how to hide behind that. Like I knew how to not deal with that. I knew how to suppress it and I did it really well for a really long time. And then there was another guy who taught me that I was 
attach. I will never forget the one day um, he told me like, he was telling me a story and I was like, really? Because I would do X, Y, and Z. Like I would never do A, B, and C. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, that's cool. Like, I like that about you, you know, whatever. And it was, it was simple, whatever it was. And then, um, one day he told me, I was, I was doing something, we were doing something and I remembered how to do it. And I didn't have faith in myself that I was going to remember it. So if you know me, you know, like I'm my biggest cheerleader and I get excited about stupid shit. So, um, I think it was directions and we were in the car and I was like, oh my God, I totally remembered. Like I am the motherfucking shit. Like I was so excited. I was like, I'm so fucking awesome. And he turned and he looked at me and he like laughed and he was like, you are fucking amazing. And don't you ever forget that you're so fucking adorable. And he got out of the car like it was nothing. Like he didn't just say something to me that fucking turned my world around. And I was like in shock. I was literally like how in the world did this man just tell me that like it was nothing how did he just make me feel no matter what I thought of this man no matter what this man was to me when he said it he said it with sincerity he said it with truth behind it he said it with the in the purest form and it made me think like wow this guy oh back to the whole you know, first story, like he told me at that point, like, wow, you're, you're a catch. And him telling me you're a catch and then telling me I'm fucking awesome and I'm adorable and amazing. And not to ever forget that, like all of that was like, wow, you like me, like you like me, you don't even know you haven't, this guy hadn't even said anything about physical. I mean, maybe he did at this point, but that's not what got me with him. What got me with him was that he liked my personality. He liked who I was. He liked that I was this. And he called me fucking adorable. Like, how do you call someone adorable? Like, is that normal? I've never like, I mean, it was fucking jaw dropping for me. It was amazing to me. So literally like turned my world around, right? I I realized like, I am a catch. Like I, I am, you know, all these things, whatever. And I started to work on that and, um, like believing that I guess in myself. Now, when the straw that broke the camel's back, is that how the saying going? This goes, I don't know. Um, was one night I was out with this guy and we were at this like arcade And it was like an arcade and a restaurant and a bar. And like, we were having a blast and, um, we were at a shuffleboard table and it was like the middle of winter. So like I was wearing like a sweater and jeans and boots and whatever. Like at this point I got dressed for shit. Like the first guy, unfortunately he got the, like, didn't care Tina, but the rest of them, they get, um, a, they got a better Tina. (laughs) Um, so 
we were um, playing shuffleboard and my I was facing the door and his back was to the door. So I seen this couple walk in and as soon as I see the girl walk in, I feel myself tense up and feel uncomfortable immediately. My energy changes. I like immediately think like I want to go home. I like closed up very quickly and I kind of feel like this guy knew that I closed up at the time that I did. So the reason I closed up was because this couple walks in and this girl is fucking banging. Her body's banging. Her hair is banging. Her fucking clothes. Like she's totally, totally cute. And I'm like, fuck my life, dude. Like this guy's going to be like, I have the ugly girl in the fucking room. Like, look at this hot chick now. Like in my mind, I'm literally thinking this, like, He's going to be embarrassed of me now. Like all these fucking things in my head that were off the wall. And um, I can we continue our night. And the whole night I realized that I am now no longer fixated on. I'm no longer having fun. I, I am now fixated on this guy's eyes and his mannerisms and his demeanor because I want to make sure that this guy is not losing interest in me to focus on this girl. And I didn't even know this girl. I didn't even know if this guy was going to do any of this. But simply because I was there with this guy and this girl walked in and I knew she was hot, I didn't want it. I didn't want to be around it. I wanted to take him home and fucking put blinders on him so that he can still be interested in me and not this girl like that's how fucked up my mind was and I watched him I watched his eyes the whole fucking night and he did not look once at this girl and when we got back to his place and we were getting ready for bed um he asked me if I was okay and I was like yeah I'm fine and he's like okay like I know he already knew that like something was wrong with me, but I knew how to play it off. And he was like, were you okay at the arcade? And I was like, yeah, I was fine. And he's like, okay. So that was the end of it. That was it. And I never said anything that night, but weeks later, I did mention something to him. And I told him something about like checking out other girls and he like had this most confused face on and he was like, if I'm checking out other girls while I'm with you, that's a very low level of respect. And if you think that you're in competition with another girl, then that's my bad. Like that's on me. And I was like, wow, like you're right like that isn't self-esteem like that's something that I was conditioned that's something that I accepted that wasn't okay that's a level of disrespect that I never understood was disrespect and these things all these things that I mentioned made me realize how fucked up I was emotionally and mentally And how much 
my ex affected my self-esteem and my self-love and my confidence and made me realize that because I didn't have the core of any of that, I didn't even know how to love myself. And if I don't know how to love myself, how the fuck am I going to love someone else? Like, and I know people say that and you think like, what does that even mean? Because I used to think that. What does that even mean? But think about it. If you don't love yourself, if you find all these flaws within yourself, how do you expect to put out any love? Because you have this negative, like, screen in a sense. You don't know, like, and I'm not just talking, like, physically, but I'm talking mentally as well. Like, I wasn't the guy who complimented me. I wasn't going to allow him to compliment me. I wasn't allowed, I wasn't going to allow him to show me his love language because I didn't know how to love myself. The guy who I was in the arcade with, like he didn't give a fuck about this girl at all. Like I'm sure he did. I'm sure he noticed her, but he wasn't fixated on her like I was. So if I didn't have control of myself, then that would have turned into being like, like, do you like this girl? Do you, who is this girl? Blah, blah, blah. But because I was in a marriage that I can see a girl walk in from 20 feet away and I look at her and think, oh, this is his type. He's going to turn and he's going to check her out and he's going to think she's this, that and the other. And there goes my night. And that's what I accepted. That's what I thought was normal and okay and acceptable and it really destroyed me now that I'm alone now that I am on this journey I realize how much that is not okay so um once I started to understand all of these things and started peeling the peeling the onion I realized that this is bigger than me. This is years of suppressed emotional damage and abuse. And the because of all of that was the reason that I was throwing myself into all of these dating and this hoe phase and I wasn't really searching for anything meaningful because I just wanted to pacify everything that I missed. So I just wanted, and at the end of the day, I just wanted the male's attention. And I didn't care how that male attention came because I just wanted the male attention. I didn't want the sexual rejection. So let me go sleep with this guy because that rejection was deeply rooted into me. Now, in one of my first episodes, I told you, that sexual rejection will fuck a person up. Now, I never knew how much sexual rejection fucks a person up until I was on the outside looking in, until I actually felt and actually accepted those feelings of sexual rejection and what it did to me. And the first time that, and I'm telling you, like, I... I never even felt comfortable in my own skin in that sense. And now if you were to like, no, I mean, I'm, I doubt anyone listening has slept with me. But if you would have known the difference between then and now, it's a whole nother world. Now, 
the difference between them and then and now and then being with someone who just totally knows how to love you and totally does love you and maybe not like in love with you, but makes you feel like the only girl in the world and makes you feel like the sexiest woman alive and makes you feel like a total complete woman. That is fucking grade A sex, ladies. That is on a whole nother level of passion and intimacy and it can never be matched. And when I tell you that once you hit that, once you feel that level, it's it, like nothing else does anymore. Like, yeah, you know, you can go have sex with randoms and you get yours, they get theirs. But that is the ultimate goal for me. Like for me, myself, like that level is the ultimate goal. That the way that this person is going to make you feel and that they have the validation that they give you, the confidence that they give you, the way that you feel like, no, I'm not jealous of anyone else. People are going to be jealous of me. That relationship is the relationship you're going for. That is the self-love that you need. Like these things, like, yes, women change as well as guys. Over time, your looks change, your appearance change, you, um, your confidence change, your self-esteem changes, especially as girls. We start to like doubt ourselves as we go on. Like, oh, now my boobs are saggy. Now my body sucks because I had fucking kids. Um, you know, X, Y, and Z. And if you don't have that spouse, whether it be a male or a female, that's constantly boosting you. And not even like an overkill, but like just boosting you and makes you feel pretty and makes you still feel like it doesn't matter because I love you. Like, and no one else can take your place. Like, that is what like is the end all be all in a relationship. That's, you have to never stop trying. Girls always are always going to need to be feel, to feel pretty. They're always going to need to feel like a woman. They're always going to need to be feel to feel wanted and needed and appreciated. Just like a guy is always going to need you to stroke his ego and appreciate and wait on him. Like these are the core the core principles of a male and female. And no, I'm not getting into all these pronouns and genders and shit right now. I'm talking about this right now. So don't like ladies if you're stuck in this relationship and you're just like he doesn't fulfill me like he doesn't fulfill me emotionally and mentally and physically and it makes me feel like I'm ugly and I can go into a fucking shell or crawl under a rock like I I can't I'm losing confidence little by little I'm not caring what I look like, I'm gaining weight, I'm, you know, doing unhealthy things, I'm accepting things that are not okay, I am in competition with every girl in the world, I am not as pretty as the next one, like, all of that is not normal, and it's not okay for you to normalize it, like, I'm telling you, ladies, like, I normalized that shit. I normalized it for years. I made it okay. I spun it however I needed to spin it to make it okay in my mind. And the first 
person that took me out of that and showed me you're beautiful, you're adorable, you're sexy, you're smart, you're a great mom, you're funny, you're a blast, you are the person that I like to make memories with, you're the person I can open up to. All of these things to show me that, hey, I may not look like that fucking 10 over there, but this guy, I'm a fucking, everything that I am adds up to a hundred in his book and that's okay. So if that guy is not the guy you're with or men, the it's for you too. Like men needs to have, men need to have confidence. Men need to have self-esteem. Men need to have their ego boosted, ladies. Like it's not a fucking power game. Boost his fucking ego. That's what men need. Women are from Mars. Men are from Venus. Wait, what is it? Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. Like we're completely different people. So learn what your man needs. Learn what you can do for him. Because self-esteem is not self-esteem. Confidence is not solely based on you. It's what another person can make you feel like. And no, it's not 100% on them. I don't get it. I don't, I'm mean, that's not at all what I'm saying. But if it's not starting from the home, if it's not in your core of your everyday life, then what do you have to work with? Like I said, I could have came out in a fucking muumu and he would have looked at me the same way as if I came out in a cocktail dress and fucking hills. I never, ever tried to be pretty for him because I learned very early on, very early on. I remember one time, and this is exactly how it happened and I can say this verbatim, I can say this, without a shadow of a doubt that this is exactly how this happened. We were laying in bed one night and I don't know what brought up the subject, but I'm probably was reading something or something. And I was like, babe, what's your favorite attribute about me? And he was like, "Mm, like, what do you mean? And I was like, what's your favorite thing about me? Like, what do you think is the most beautiful thing about me? Now, I didn't say physical, I didn't say mental, I didn't say emotional, I didn't say anything, but I just wanted his answer. It wasn't a trick question, it was a question. And he was like, hmm, and he thought about it for a second, and I remember telling him, like, don't think too hard, and he was like, um, probably your feet. And I froze. And I was like, are you serious? And I kind of like chuckled. And he was like, yeah, you have really pretty feet. Like you have nice feet. I I like your feet. And I was like, oh. And I remember thinking like, wow. Like that's the only thing you can say you like about me. Like you couldn't even, if you're not physically attracted to me, You couldn't even say like your heart, your mind, your laugh, your whatever. You said my feet and he's not a foot guy. Like, and my feet aren't anything great. Like, yeah, I take care of him. I get my pedicures and shit. And I'm sure he appreciated that. But, um, he's not a foot guy. I, I don't think we've ever had a conversation about feet in our lives. And I was just like, oh, now that broke me. But what did I do? I laughed about it and was like, okay, like, I mean, great. You like my feet. And until the day we 
weren't together anymore, I would joke about it all the time. Like, oh, because your favorite part about me is my feet. And I would joke about it. Why? Because I was never going to have that argue with him, argument with him. I was never going to be like, why don't you love me? Why don't, why can't you find something else to like about me? Why can't you just think that I'm pretty? Why can't you think that my heart is great? Why can't you think that the way I mother is great? Why can't you think that I'm a great wife? Why can't you think that I'm giving and loving and loyal and my morals are out of this world and I'm caring and thoughtful and like, why couldn't you come up with anything else but my feet? That's how warped my relationship was when it came to confidence and self-esteem. So what made me realize this week that I've come so far is we're taking family pictures on Saturday. Yes, we're taking them as a family. No, it's not a facade. No, it's not to fucking play the part. When you guys get your Christmas cards, it's it's not going to be a family picture. <laughs> um, but um, we do it. Well, we're doing family pictures because I want to do it for the kids. It was my idea because I love the fact that my parents divorced when I was really young. And I like the fact that I have pictures of my family together, like it, because that's my family. Um, so I just want to give that to the kids. So we're going to take like one or two family pictures. It's mainly going to be the kids. Anyways, so we're going to take family pictures and I was dreading, like I was looking at Pinterest and just like whatever, like for style inspo. I got the girls and my son, his outfits, I, you know, got everything taken care of for them. And I'm thinking in my head, like, what am I going to wear? Now, mind you, I never liked shopping. I never liked shopping because I didn't think I looked nice in anything. So this time I'm like, I do want to look cute. Like, I mean, we got to have cute pictures, like whatever. So I was dreading going shopping because I thought like everything I'm going to try, I'm not going to like or everything that I'm thinking about isn't going to look good on me. And I realized like, Tina, you're thinking this way because you know he's going to be there. You're trying to change what you actually want to look like and what you feel like you can pull off because he's going to be there and you're scared of the judgment. So I thought, fuck it. I'm going to find a style inspo and I am going to run with it. So I went shopping and I ended up finding a like outfit that I was like, I like this. And when I seen it, I was like, this isn't going to look good on my body. And so I walked away shopped more and more and more and more for days. And then just today I go back and buy that outfit and I come home because you can't try on shit because of fucking Rona. I come home, I try it on and I'm like, I like it. I like it on me. I'm going to dress it up with this. I'm going to wear this jewelry. I'm going to do my makeup like this. I'm going to do my hair like this and it's going to be great. And I actually got excited for a second and was like, wow, I'm actually going to like look cute in these pictures. 
And then I thought, like, fuck, he's going to be there and he's going to kill my fucking mood because I'm going to feel like I'm ugly around him again. And then I told myself real quick, I checked myself and I was like, who gives a fuck what he thinks about you? Like, why do you care? Like, you don't, you aren't going to pick his outfit. You don't, you aren't going to say shit about his outfit. So fuck it. Let's let it be. And so I bought, I mean, I obviously have the outfit and I'm wearing the outfit and it's nothing like out of this world, but it's something that he would have told me like, yeah, you probably can't pull that off. And I would have just been like, oh, well, that that would have been cute. And then I would have seen it on a fucking Christmas card, something similar to it. And I would have been like, fuck, I wish I could wear something like that. But instead, this year, I'm fucking wearing it. And I don't give a fuck if he thinks I can pull it off or not. I'm doing it. And these little victories, like I just put blonde in my hair. And I never really did that before because... I couldn't really change myself. I felt like if I changed what I looked like that he would think I was trying too hard. So I never really changed anything. So I put blonde in my hair. And I remember the first day he came to pick up the kids. And I was wearing, I mean, I had just had my hair done. And I was thinking like, he's going to say something about my hair. And I was so nervous that I even thought, like, I'm going to put a beanie on so he doesn't see my hair. And I walked out and he looked at it and he didn't say a word. And then I came back in and I was like, okay. Well, then later on that day, I seen a guy that I dated a couple times. And he was like, hey, like, how are you? You know, whatever. Like, I'm not the girl that once I stop talking to you, I stop talking to you. Like, I'll still talk to you. Like, I have no problem talking to people if we're not like dating anymore like I I like talking to people and there's no reason for me to like have ill feelings unless there was a reason for me to have ill feelings so me and this guy like nothing ended badly like it was fine and he was like wow I really like your new hair like it really like you have a skin tone to like really go with that and I was like oh thanks like super duper like okay, let me brush my shoulders off moment. Um, like I did that shit, but a couple hours ago I was worried about what my ex was going to think about me, but you who really have no bearing on my life, but you actually complimented me and I would have waited a whole fucking 15 years if I was still with my ex. Point being, you find yourself. Point being, it's not okay. You need to put yourself first. You need to find that confidence. You need to find that self-esteem. Why do you think they made the movie How Stella Got Her Groove Back? How did she get her groove back? By a guy who gave her attention, who was much younger, and she thought she could never get someone like him. And it built her confidence like a motherfucker. And then when she built her confidence, she learned that I'm going to fucking take over this world. And that's exactly the place that I'm in right now. I'm definitely in the place that's like, fuck you. Like, my glow up is going to make me be something that you never allowed me to be, that you held down, that you ensured I knew I wasn't that girl, that I knew I wasn't better than the next, that I knew that any girl who walked in 
that was prettier was my competition. And how many of those um, in the world are there? But I found my own journey. I found my own step. I found my own way. And I'm loving it. Like, bitches, I'm loving it. I embrace it. I take it. I'm trying new things. I'm not giving a fuck. And I would probably never, ever date someone that would make me question if I was good enough. I would never allow a man ever again to check out somebody in front of me. I would never, ever be with anyone who made me feel like I wasn't good enough or that I wasn't pretty enough or that I wasn't smart enough or a good enough mom or a good enough cook or a good enough clean cleaner or that I wasn't doing enough in life. Why? Because I now know that I um, you level up to me. You equal to me. And if you feel you're above me, then you go find someone above me. And if you feel that that next girl is prettier or you feel like I'm not leveling to your, I'm not leveling up to you or equal to you, then we're not supposed to be together. But if you feel like I am equal to you or that the fucking sun rises and sets, I mean, the sun sets and falls with me, then we're, we're going to do fine because I will do the same for you in return. So... Anyways, ladies and our bitches and fellas, I hope you got something out of this. Like, love yourself. Make sure that that is the best relationship you have in the world. Like, go fucking buy the shirt. Go buy the heels. Change your hair color. Change the way you do your nails. Do whatever it's going to take to make you feel alive again. To make you feel pretty again. To make you feel like, fuck this bitch. Or fuck this fella. Like... I'm going to do me. I'm going to turn heads. Maybe I'm not going to turn your head, but I'll turn his head and his head and his head. And at the end of the day, you're going to be the one that rises above and they're going to be the one that misses out. And it's a very, it's been a very hard pill for me to swallow to realize that. But I'm so glad that I swallowed that pill eventually. I am so glad I did. I'm in a much better place and um, I'm happier. Um, I'm not 100% confident. I'm not 100% like, oh yeah, I'm a bad bitch. But I at least can say like, mm, no, I'm a bad bitch. I And I can say it with like 70% confidence that I am a bad bitch. And if someone were to tell me I have confidence now, I would be like, thanks. I'm glad it shines through. Like, I'm glad it would make me feel like, oh, it's working. So, um, thanks for listening as always. Um, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you all soon. Have a good week. Bye.